0: You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit narcissismfree.com or pathbacktoself.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia and it's been a while since I've done a podcast. I am traveling in my truck camper, as many of you know, and have really taken the summer to go within, to be introverted and introspective and all of those things that we all need to take time to do now and then. And I just was really guided not to to speak about anything unless i really had something to say and because i've been traveling and being so introspective there was a lot of inner work going on and a lot of different ideas that were coming into my mind and a lot of spiritual work that i've been doing and It seemed to be really important not to bring this out until I really felt solid in what was happening for me. Now, one of the things that was happening for me is I was revisiting some of the places in which I experienced narcissistic trauma and creating new memories getting rid of old energy and reclaiming those parts of myself that I hadn't fully claimed. And as I've been working on the inner world, in the inner world, so to speak, a lot of interesting things have come up for me. And one of them is the topic of good and evil. Now there's been a part of me that's wanted to avoid this topic because it brings up a lot for everybody else. The topic of good and evil because we're really getting into the deeper levels of spirituality and spiritual beliefs. But ever since I started my work with narcissistic abuse back around 2006, when I kind of came out with it, I came out from a spiritual perspective. I'm not a psychologist. And although I have delved into and studied a lot of psychology, I tended to come from more of a spiritual perspective when it came to narcissistic abuse because I really do believe this is a spiritual matter. And what brought me to this place of re-examining the good and evil was twofold. One of them is I'm looking around at what's going on in the world right now. Crazy, insane, evil acts of humanity on both individual, independent levels with people doing horrible murders, more than I've ever seen in my life. And also on a global level, with all these global agendas that are going on and this division that's happening, that's been happening for quite a while. And so I'm really looking at this going, okay, we can explain it all away with psychology. We can say, wow, there's so many wounded souls in the world. And These people didn't get the right parenting. And although that may be true, there's something deeper going on here. And that is we cannot deny there's both a light force in the world and a dark force. And we're seeing both forces at work. And we also recognize that we have that light force in that dark force vying for our attention and our energy individually. I've noticed that in myself. When I, I go into or slip into periods of darkness where I don't think I'm worth anything, and I, I just find myself examining my life, thinking my life is meaningless and worthless, and I think we all have times where we slip into those dark moments. And when we're in those dark moments, we're being kind of consumed or taken over by this, this dark entity that wants us to believe that we're nothing. To believe that we have no value Because if we believe that we have no value, then we can be easily manipulated. And I've come to believe that these dark forces, if you want to call it Satan, the darkness, the devil, whatever context, you want to look at it. And if you don't believe in any kind of darkness at all, maybe you might not like this episode this podcast but if you're just even curious stay with me for a bit so there is this dark energy this kind of satanic energy and I became aware of this a long long time ago and I've even talked about it because I had a friend who I was I podcasted with quite a long time ago, back around 2010, 11, I'm not sure. I don't remember when, but who had grown up in a satanic cult, and she wrote about her story, and she talked about her story, and um, the most evil, highness acts that you can imagine she witnessed, and it caused her to completely go into multiple personalities and um, you know, it, She had to work really, really hard to hold on to the light, to hold on to that light within it, her, because she was telling me that that darkness wanted her to surrender to it. And she kept holding on and holding on and holding on to the light, believing in, in that God of love, in that God of light. And that's what saved her in the end. So I've become aware of a lot of really, really dark things that are going on in the world quite a while ago. And, you know, when I first heard her story, I got really sick. I got nauseous because there's a part of my body that didn't want to believe this kind of stuff was actually going on in the world, even though we could look out and we could watch the news and, you know, read about stories about some really horrible things that happen to people and know that there's, there's some kind of evil behind this. So we cannot really deny that there's good and evil in the world. However you want to look at it, if you want to look at it from a metaphysical perspective or a Christian perspective, it's all the same thing. It's this force of darkness and this force of light. And as I was examining my own life and my tendency to get involved with narcissistic people romantically. Even though I'd done all this work, even though I was aware, I was self-aware, even though I had a pretty high level of self-love, I knew how to take care of myself, I was independent, and I did still have some codependent traits. Uh, If you've been following me, I, I recently went through the 12 steps to work on my own codependent traits. But, you know, one thing I did learn through that process is I was actually pretty healthy in a lot of ways. So that helped me to see my health as well as what still needed to be worked on. So I couldn't understand what was it about me that was causing these people to come at me so strong. And what I realized is the same thing had been happening pretty much my whole life is I, I was always a very aware little girl, you know, I I could see things, I could feel things, I knew things. So I came in with a certain amount of light and awareness. And it seemed like I was always fighting darkness from the time I was a little girl. It was like I was a target. The class bullies would find me. The people who had a lot of darkness in their field would find me. And people wanted to hurt me and destroy me. And, you know, that was a typical thing that happened for me. So when I grew up and started having romantic relationships, it was no surprise I was attracting these dark forces. And, it's not so much that I'm labeling the people themselves that I got involved with as dark or evil, but I do believe they were possessed by darkness and evil. Because when we grow up and we, we have a lot of abuse and there's a lot going on in our life, we might little by little start to give up our soul and sell our soul to the darkness, in a sense. You've always heard the term, sell your soul to the devil. Well, I think people do that to try to feel more empowered, to try to feel more powerful when they feel so powerless. So they find power in hurting other people, because then they're watching it happen on the outside instead of feeling it happen on the inside. And little by little by little, they give themselves away. They give their soul essence away. They give that part of themselves that's authentic and real and of the light away and start working for the dark lord, so to speak, being taken over. Of course, they're unconscious of it. They don't know they're doing it. Most people don't unless they're actively involved in some kind of satanic cult. Most people are possessed in some way and are unaware They're unawakened. They don't know why they do what they do. And sometimes they don't even know that they do what they do. And you probably experienced this with narcissistic abuse, is they seem quite unable to recognize their own behavior as dark or evil because they're so busy projecting and accusing you of doing the things that they are doing. And believing on some level, at least it seems they believe, that it is you doing what they are doing. So there's a real confusion and craziness when it comes to how the darkness manipulates and tears us down and tries to get us to surrender to the darkness, to give our soul away to give our light away. So it started to make sense that the reason these people were still coming into my life is because I was rising up. I was rising up. I was getting stronger. I was getting more, stepping and walking more in the light. So I was a threat and had to be taken down. And what better way to take me down than to use my relationships, to use the people who were in my field, who were weak on the inside. They didn't come across that way on the outside. As we know, narcissistic people usually come across as confident or strong until you start to walk in there and get to know them. And then you start to see the weakness. You start to see the fragility. And that's what gives that darkness entrance. And as we get taken down, as we get torn apart, confused, manipulated, made to believe that we are worth nothing, then that darkness has entrance into us as well. We start to live in that darkness. We start to be in pain all the time. This deep emotional pain, we begin to feel powerless because we're under attack so frequently. What better way to attack someone who is doing the work of the light, a light warrior, than have somebody come into your life and live with you and be with you 24-7 and work on you constantly to let you know that you have no value. And one of two things are going to happen in a situation like this. So either you're going to know yourself enough to know what they say is a lie. You do have value. You do have worth. They're projecting and walk away from those relationships or you will little by little by little give your power away and feel that you're absolutely worthless and at this is the point where that narcissistic person tends to discard it's like they've done their work they can't really take you down any further so they go on and do their next assignment going from assignment to assignment Taking people down and sometimes in between assignments, maybe they go for somebody that's already weak and insecure and, you know, just desperate and take energy from them because these dark entities, these empty, empty shells that the darkness is possessing can only survive on the energy of others. So our soul, if you look at what our soul is, our soul is our light. It is our life force energy. It is our essence. And that's what makes us authentic in who we are. It's not the illusion of who we are. It's not our ego. It's not our mind. It's our soul. That's who we really are. So the more in Contact with our soul, the more we are living from that place of soul, that place of light, the more authentic we are. But what happens with people who are narcissistic or sociopathic is that they've given that away. They've given it up little by little by little. And what comes in and takes its place is this illusionary being. So this person puts on an act or a show to create an illusion to fool people into thinking that they are that which they present themselves to be. And this is the false self. This person is not authentic. They are not connected to soul. Their soul has fleed or they've cut off from it, but they are not operating from soul they're operating from false illusionary self that is very deceptive that deceives people into believing this is what I am this is who I am I am all that and those of us who have the opportunity to go in deep with these soulless empty beings recognized that what we thought was there wasn't there at all it was an illusion and we fell for the illusion because you know if you look at the energy of satan satan is an is a master magician a master illusionist and that is the force that's at work with the darkness to create these illusions and get people sucked into the illusion, whether it's on an independent individual level or on a mass level, getting a whole society or a whole global society to believe in an illusion. And that's what's happening on a really major scale right now. And I think it's important to talk about this because we need to be aware and awakened to the reality that this darkness is really permeating the world in a huge way right now, that that master illusionist is really convincing a huge amount of our society, a huge percentage of our society to follow that illusion to, to buy in to be sucked into that illusion and other people are seeing right through it and these are the people who are awakening they are seeing through the illusion waking up and even re- realizing how, how crazy it is how confusing it is but, you know, sometimes that darkness is so in our face. And when we see it, it's like we're shaking our head, going, How do people not see this? How do people not see what's going on? But that's like looking into an abusive relationship and watching that person that's being abused and going, How can she not see it? How can she not see what's going on? Or he. How can he not see that he's being manipulated? So this is happening on a huge scale. And that darkness is possessing people quite, you know, it's really big. That possession is really big. And that explains why we're seeing all the shootings, the mass shootings, these young people, 18 year olds coming out with, Machine guns and blowing a bunch of people away. Uh, There's, you know, the stabbings and the abductions and there's so much evil in the world right now. And I don't talk about this to bring fear because fear is not our friend. We don't want to go to the place of fear. We want to go to the place of light. We want to go to the place of love. We want to pay attention. We want to awaken. So. Closing our eyes to something that's happening in the world doesn't mean it's not happening. It just means we're closing our eyes to it. It means we're blind. It means we are naive to what's going on. And that's not helpful right now. We all need to come together and raise that light. We have to raise that light within ourselves and raise the light in the world. And the first thing we do is we stop listening to these outer narratives that are being fed to us from the media and from other people, politicians, you know, there, there's so much of that going on. You've got to go back to you and go back to the light within you and listen to your own gut, listen to your own intuition and ask yourself, what is true here? And in a sense, you had to, if you've been in a narcissistic relationship, you had to do the same thing. You had to go within and finally go, okay, I got to trust my gut. This person isn't who they're presenting themselves to be. They're not who they say they are. They're hurting me. They're lying to me. They're deceiving me. And I need to get away from this. I can't change it out there. I can't change that person. I have to get away from it. And ultimately, this is what we all have to do. Whether we leave a situation like that or whether we're left, it doesn't matter. We still have to get away from it and recognize it for who and what it is. It's darkness. And its intention is to destroy, to steal your energy, to steal your light, to steal your love, to make you just as dark and miserable as they are. So it's time for us to wake up and recognize what is happening on a global scale and build communities of light. And let your intuition guide you in that. To know who you can trust and who you can't. And you may have to take time to get to know people. But we don't want to automatically give our trust to people. We want to observe pay attention, to listen, to listen with our heart and to listen with our intuition. And also work on building up our own light through self-love, through the loving of others who treat us with kindness and respect, choosing our people, choosing the people we're going to align with. Being very discerning. Cutting all that narcissistic energy out of our lives, whether it's family, friends, significant others, children, it doesn't matter. That energy has already possessed them. And it is programmed to destroy. So you can't fix it. It's not to say that that person doesn't have their own ability or capacity to turn to the light. But you can't make that happen. They have to. The only thing you can do is pray for them and let them go. Because they're no good in your life. They are going to do nothing but cause chaos, confusion, drama, pain destruction, and none of us need that anymore. We've had enough, right? So let's turn to love. Let's turn to the light. Let's turn to the Lord of light and turn away from the Lord of darkness and also recognize it within ourselves that, that there's oftentimes a battle going on within ourselves, between self-love and self-loathing. So we have to turn away from self-loathing and align with self-love because we are worthy, we are good, we are light. And that's what we have to feed. That's what we have to nurture within ourselves. And it's more important than ever right now in our current state of the world Is we've got to be that candle. We've got to be that candle in the darkness. We have to be that light. And we can light up this world. One candle at a time. And that's why we have come here. We've come here to be that light. To help to shift the world. To help to heal this world. Through love. Through light. By healing ourselves. By Embracing that love and that light within ourselves. Because as you know, if you take a candle into a dark room, it illuminates the room. And what's in that dark room can no longer hide. The only way that master of darkness, that dark illusionist can function in the world is through darkness the illusion of of darkness where you cannot see what's there but when you start to open your eyes and see what's there they lose power that darkness loses power and that's something that's been happening on the global stage is that there's been this illusion that's been weaved throughout the world that if they could get the media to get on board with them and they can censor out everything else, they can convince us as a whole. This is the narrative you need to believe. This is what's going on. But as the light shines brighter and brighter and brighter, things start to be exposed and you start to see the truth. And that illusion begins to crumble. And that's also what's happening right now. So pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on on the outside. And especially what's going on on the inside. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. I just really felt a strong urge to speak about this today so i guess i'm coming out of hiding <laughs> i have a less than uh, i've got about 3 weeks left of my journey and then i'm going back home so i i feel that this is the direction things are going is just helping helping us continue with that self-love and waking up and coming out of darkness and you know, really recognizing it in ourselves and others so we can heal this planet, so we can be healed and so that we can have love in our lives in a way that we never had. So thank you for listening. And you can find out about, more about me and my work at narcissismfree.com and pathbacktoself.com. Have a great day. And I'll see you in the next podcast.